Chapter Twenty Two of the Pioneers by Catherine Susanna Pritchard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kirsty. What's the matter with Davy? Farrell asked his daughter a few days later. I've asked him to come up here and have tea with us, but he won't come. He'll barely speak to me when we meet. Gets out of my way if he sees me coming. Deirdre was kneeling by the hearth, waiting for the kettle to boil. Their table was spread with cups and saucers, and a little pile of toast smoked beside the teapot. She said nothing, only bent her head lower to avoid his glance. "'Have you got anything to do with it?' he asked. The firelight played on her face. For a moment she thought she would tell him of the meeting under the trees, and the promises she and Davy had made to each other when they said good-bye. But there was so much to tell and he would be hurt that she had not told him about it long ago. They never had any secrets. She had shared all her thoughts with Dan. At first, that she and Davy were sweethearts had just been something to smile about and gossip over with herself. The schoolmaster had wondered while they were away why she was always restless and wanting to get back to the hills, and now there was shame and grief in her heart, a smarting sense of anger and disappointment that had come of seeing Davy dancing with Jess, and of hearing what people were saying about them. It was all fixed up between Ross's Jess and Davy Cameron, someone had told her, and remarked what a fine couple they would make, and how satisfied their parents were about it, even Donald Cameron, who was not an easy man to please. She could not explain all that. Dan read in her face something of what was in her mind. He took her hand and looked into her face. It was quivering and downcast. Then you have had something to do with it, Deirdre he said. No. Her voice broke. It was the night of the dance at Mrs. Mary Ann's, the night we came, I remember, he said. Connell was there, and Davy went away angry. I've tried to speak to him a dozen times since, she cried. Well, I can't quite make it out, the schoolmaster said after a few moments. But they tell me in the town that since his father's been ill, and Davy's had charge of things, He's been drinking a good deal and playing the fool at McNab's generally. We've got to try and get him out of that, if it's only for his mother's sake, Deirdre. We owe her a bigger debt, you and I, you because you love me, than we can ever repay. She owes you something too, the girl said quickly. That night of the fires, if you hadn't tried to prevent it. She knew that he was displeased. You mustn't say that again, he said. Oh, I hate her, I hate her. Deirdre cried passionately. "'What do you mean?' The schoolmaster's voice was very quiet. Deirdre clung to him, sobbing. "'I didn't mean that I hate her really,' she said. "'I like her too. But she's the only one who has ever come between you and me, Dan, and I can't bear it.' He drew her to his knees and looked down gravely into her face. Her body was stiff against his. It shuddered, and a storm of tears shook her. Tragic dark eyes were lifted to his when her weeping had spent itself. "'When she came, and you looked at her, my heart died,' she said. "'Don't you remember when we used to gather the wild flowers to put on the table at school? You used to say we could never find a flower that was like her eyes. When we made a Mrs. Cameron bouquet, we used to put in it white honey flowers and the pink giraffe orchids that grow on a long stem for the colour of her cheeks, scarlet runners for her mouth, and fly-catchers for her hair. Don't you remember? At first we couldn't find anything for her hair, 
but then i found the climbing flycatchers with the little pink buds on the end of them the down on the leaves all browny gold and glistening in the sun was a little bit like her hair wasn't it dan yes he said his mind going back to all their gay gatherings of wild flowers for mrs cameron it awed and surprised him that she should even then have discovered what his most secret heart was scarcely aware of it was the little blue flowers don't you remember we put in for her eyes deirdre went on though you said that they weren't a bit like her eyes dew on the grass is what some would call her eyes but it is a poor colour that dew on the grass no colour at all you said grass with the dew on it or dew with a scrap of heaven or the twilight shining in it would have been better that's what she has deirdre you used to say eyes with the twilight in them twilight eyes you can see her thoughts gathering in them brooding and dark or glimmering like the light of the day dying do you remember saying all that to me i do because i've said it over to myself so often he understood the apprehensive shy and shamed confession of her eyes do you mean he asked that deirdre thinks anybody could be to me what she is deirdre nodded her contrite gaze melting into his that one his head turned in the direction of the hills is like the mother of god to me she was very good to me when i was a desperate man long ago deirdre gazed at him her lips quivering that's why you must always love her mrs cameron my darling blackhead he said sing it to me deirdre cried thirsting for the tenderness of the old song he gathered her up in his arms and crooned in the gaelic as he used to when she was a baby put your black head darling 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 your darling black head my heart above oh mouth of honey with time for fragrance who with heart and breast could deny you love deirdre pressing to him tasted the satisfaction that all young creatures have in being close to those they love his arms were warm and tender an invasion of peace drove the sorrowful ache from her heart my own mother she asked suddenly was she like mrs cameron no there was the mingling of grief and troubled thinking in his face that she had always seen there when he spoke of her mother she had a little brown bird an english bird that sang in a cage he said she was like that but she never sang herself she was one of those people life has broken deirdre you married her and looked after her dan his head dropped he avoided her eyes then you came and she died he said such a sorrowful mite you were he went on such a lonely baby wailing night and day that there was only one name to give you deirdre deirdre of the griefs his eyes were lifted to hers the black shield covered one of them the other was shining with his tenderness for her the strength of the tide behind it it was a sorrowful name to give you darling you that have been the sunshine and have banished the sorrows of my life he cried may they never come any more or grief touch us again end of chapter twenty two